Welcome to the Smarty Podcast Series from Charlotte Smarty Pants, where we focus on all things parenting. We talk about everything from education, health, travel, beauty, fashion, and more. Join in on the discussion at charlottesmartypants.com. The Smarty Podcast Series is produced by Charlotte Star Room, Charlotte's premier boutique music development and corporate video production studio, and the best parties in the QC the pop star music video parties, and professional voice lessons in a studio. Also amazing content creation. Check them out at charlottestarroom.com. Hey everyone, this is Cheryl Perry and Jen Plan with Charlotte Smarty Pants. Thanks for joining us today. We've got a super fun episode today. We're not talking about anything serious like education or health. We're dishing on our favorite books and Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, HBO shows, so all the shows, with one of our very favorite people. Meet Jolie Short. She's a dear friend of the Smarty team. She's a mom of two, sixth grader and fourth grader. And um, so all three of us, me, Jolie, and Jen, we all had kids at Sharon Presbyterian Weekday School. Oh, yes. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Sharon Best, best preschool. So Jolie and I met. We're all good friends. Me to the Chick-fil-A, right. the food court. Right. And um, somehow I convinced her to do the Blue Ridge Relay <laughs> Run with me for your 40th. Is that right? It's, yeah, something like something that. Something like that. Yes, and yeah. so um, ever since then, we've been really close friends yeah. and running partners. And um, yeah, so we're just doing this mom life together. So mm-hmm. we have discussed... Many, many books over mm-hmm. the miles. Mm-hmm. And um, Jolie is really good at, she knows all the actresses and actors, the books, the podcasts, mm-hmm. and the movies. So we are super excited to have her expertise. My useless knowledge yeah. is available to both of you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah, for sure. So um, we're going to start out with shows. And um, disclaimer, I am not a show watcher. This is Cheryl. I'm not a show watcher. I have watched some of them. Jen knows more about the shows, and I'm more of the books. So I'm right. going to let Jen kick off the shows. And when I know something, I'll chime in. <laughs> so Cheryl's sounding definitely smartier yeah. here. Um, Jen here, and I'm a binger. Um, I think that this is the perfect time of year to catch up on all things binging with cold weather. So um, first up, I'm going to start with a current Netflix series called Cheer. And that is a documentary at a community college, Navarro College, in a small Texas city just outside of Dallas. Cheerleading program competes for championships nearly every year. What I found cool about this, A, I have an ex-cheerleader. Yeah. And I've always been fascinated by the sport and how it's so underappreciated how mm-hmm. hard this sport is and how unbelievable these athletes are. But this is the cool other cool part is it's a community college that wins mm-hmm. national titles year after year. I can't remember if they had like 14 or something mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Anyway, they're so cheer leopards for sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And there is a cheer, an official cheer leopardy, Gabby, yeah. yes. on it. Um, and that's kind of fun to watch, too. And and so it's a, it documents the pressure by the school's coach who tries to put the best team on the mat while managing injuries, egos, dreams of kids who mostly come from poor and working class backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Also, I think, interesting because it's an expensive sport. Yeah. So this coach um, kind of came in and and poured her heart and soul into it. Mm-hmm. Jolie and I um, may have had a girls' night on Friday, and we had already finished the series, but yes. we, there was another friend that came along who hadn't finished it, and mm-hmm. we watched the last two, two episodes together. Yeah. We were dying. We love it so It was much. great. And I think it's a good one, too, if you have um, teenagers or tweens 
um, who are involved in athletics at all to watch because the lengths that these kids go to and the injuries that they sustain and they keep going and they work through the pain and the adversity that they overcome, it's ama- right. it's like it's amazing. Well, yeah. no, they're like Cirque du Soleil levels. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the height, I'm just – I was so – as like a former gasping. cheerleader and cheer coach, I was so <laughs> appreciative that they actually gave the sport justice. Like, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't so, dance yeah. moms. It wasn't caddy. No. It was – it really showed them as athletes. And the coach, mm-hmm. Monica, it's Monica, right? Mm-hmm. Right. She's amazing. Yeah. She's Do you just, think she's really that nice? I mean, she was, like, so nice. Um. I have some me. intel from another cheer coach <laughs> that yes, she is that nice, and like she she yeah. seemed and so Jerry even is cute. that nice. Yeah, love and I want to adopt Morgan. I know, yes, me too. I know. She's gorgeous. Yeah, I really anyway. just want her to succeed. Yeah, so badly. And Lexi, <laughs> get it together. No, get Lexi. it together. We don't want. I'm worried do about any Lexi reveals, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, so anyway, watch it. everyone yeah. watch that. And it's, it's doable, good. even for me. It's only one season right now, and right. there's maybe like eight episodes or mm-hmm. something. The only thing I will say, I do wish they kind of condensed it a little bit. I was like, hurry up and get to yeah. nationals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, anyway, and there is a twist. So there is a twist. Okay. So next up is one of my all-time favorites in the funny zone. Um, Schitt's Creek, spelled S-C-H-I-T-T-S, but definitely punny. Uh, suddenly broke, the formerly filthy rich Rose family is reduced to living in a ramshackle motel in a town they once bought as a joke, Schitt's Creek. Uh, so it's the it's a really funny, funny, funny story. Mm-hmm. They are like former actresses and whatever, and they live in a motel, and mm-hmm. it's really, really I know. Fun. That's definitely on my short list. I think I would really enjoy that. And if you liked um, – those Christopher Guest movies like Best in Show and A Mighty Wind yeah. and Waiting for Guffman. It's that whole crew that did this show. And so American like Pie. The, the, um, oh, really? Because it's the Levy family. Levy. Like the, mm-hmm. Eugene Levy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And it's I son. watched one show. It reminded me of the Beverly Hillbillies. Mm-hmm. It is so <laughs> funny. Yeah, it I is watched like, one. And it's short, too. I They're like 25-minute episodes. So, yeah. And there's maybe five seasons. So. Um, even my teenager watches it and laugh. I hear her cackling. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. So that's a good laugh one. Another recent one is The Two Popes on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I find this really interesting. Just a, a big change in the Catholic Church, but at a key turning point for the Catholic Church with scandals, Pope Benedict forms a surprising friendship with future Pope Francis mm-hmm. in that depiction. Did, uh, have you watched it yet? Yeah. It's on my short list. I it's haven't good. watched it. It's good. It's good. It's very interesting, close to home for us. Um, I would mm-hmm. I would definitely highly recommend it. And I think it nominated for lots of awards. Mm-hmm. Another one that we can all talk about, The Crown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm on season two. Oh, I'm obsessed. I'm stuck yeah. in episode four. So, I, I, you know, this is a drama follows the political rivalries and romance of Queen Elizabeth II's reign and events that shaped the second half of the century. So how many seasons are there? Four? Three. There are three seasons. So the first two are with Claire Foy, and I don't remember who played Prince Philip, and then this new season three is with um, Olivia Coleman. Right. So she's the new Queen Elizabeth. And there is a, um, what I like to call a companion piece, that's a docuseries that's on Netflix also called The Royal House of Windsor. Right, right. So if you want to learn more about the inception of the Windsor family, because they weren't always called Windsor, but it was kind of um, maybe... 20 years after the beginning or before the beginning of the crown that's where the house of windsor royal house of windsor starts and kind of explains the whole family up into the present day it's re- right. if you get are interested once you're watching the crown it tells you a little bit more that sounds more really info. good yeah that does sound and good and i love that she's still alive and reigning yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. cool so it is and with all of the things that are happening right now oh, with harry and megan it's it's really um you just a, realize like mm-hmm. you watch history in the making mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's so cool. I, I the like costumes that. are so good in that and the set design it's is definitely so girl focused like yes. yeah. you know your teenage boys are not gonna be <laughs> right. binging or your husband <laughs> on the ground 
Um, okay, another crazy, funny one that's really raunchy. I'm just going to disclaimer, it's British. Um, it's called Fleabag. Also won tons mm-hmm. of awards, but it is so funny. Maybe even funnier. Well, it's in the same realm as Shit's Creek, but um, totally different. So it's quick. It's a quick series to binge. It's two seasons. Um, set in London, a young woman attempting to navigate modern life in London. Um, that description doesn't really do it justice. It's hysterical, dirty, sexually devious, and surprisingly thoughtful. It's not like girls, her. is it? Mm-mm. No. It's, <laughs> it's funny. It's funnier. Okay. Girls is oh. not funny. It's witty, like it's smart. It's witty. Like, and, and the girl, the, and of course, I don't know this actress's name. I should know these things. The, but uh, Phoebe Waller-Cates. Yeah. Believe, and she won. I mean, she's won awards, but... Um, it, she is so funny. She's so wrong. It's so wrong. It's uh, You should watch it. Um, okay. So then moving on to things that we should all watch for pop culture, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. The third season came out in the fall. Um, my kids have, have, you know, wait for this season to come out every time. But yeah, my 12-year-old's Christmas was Stranger Things Christmas. Oh. It's like hoodie, poster, yeah. chia pet. Yeah. That didn't work. Um, I love the eighties. I love that it's set in the eighties too. So yeah. it kind of gives. Nostalgic. I'm like, this is kind of what we grew up with. Um, you know, leaving the house for twelve hours at a time mm-hmm. and no one knows where you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come home at dark. And then like really scary things happen. Um, but it's really good. I thought the third season. Have you guys seen it? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched one. Third. Of them. You haven't watched any of them? None. Oh my gosh. I and know. I don't even like sci-fi. Disclaimer. Yeah. I don't like sci-fi. I love Stranger Things. I love the first season. Did not at all like the second season, almost to the point where I wasn't going to watch the third season. And I loved the third mm-hmm. season the Have most. you watched it, John? It's no, set in a mall, Cheryl. I like it. <laughs> set a, oh, come on. Mall's a hub. You got to watch it. And you'll see some, like, Benetton and his free stuff in there. Um, so that's, that's a goodie. And, it, and that's a family one. Like, everyone can watch it. Um, okay, moving into, like, scary things slash um, dark documentaries. I feel like Netflix, like, knows that I went to college with a serial when there was a serial killer on my campus. I went to the University of Florida when there was a serial killer on campus. Somehow these are prompted on my um, Netflix account. But Haunting of Hill House is really scary. It kind of reminds me of Amityville Horror. Um, It's season one, so there's only one season out, but there will be more. Um, It's planned to be a series of literary ghost story interpretations. So this Mm -hmm. one, season one story features a family who grew up on a lavish estate occupied by the ghosts of, and the people who died there. That sounds not really that interesting, but it's really good. It's it's really scary, a good scary mm-hmm. movie or scary series. Mm-hmm. Um, I was terrified the whole time. So that was good. Definitely not watching that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, not, now moving on to docu-series and documentaries, which a lot of these come up a little dark or just mm-hmm. twisted from the media. But it's um, your, I think it's your algorithm. Yeah, yeah. I do too. And once you watch Stranger like Things one. and that one, then it's but um, we like once you them. watch the other ones. But <laughs> I, or like current stuff. So, um, so the dark part. This is I think this is the one that triggered my algorithm. Mm-hmm. But um, we watched. I watched it because of Zac Efron, who was really good in it. But extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. It was Netflix on mm-hmm. the Ted Bundy story, which. I mean, I was obviously really young when that happened, but it was in Florida, and um, I was very intrigued by that story because I kind of watched him go on death row. So it was a, I thought Zac Efron did a really good job, um, and if you're interested in that, that, that can happen. Um, and then these other ones are about uh, real media situations. Uh, one of them is Amanda Knox, the Amanda Knox story, mm-hmm. and I feel like, this 
is an example of how media really crafted a guilty verdict before going mm-hmm. through you know our legal process or have I, you watched that one mm-hmm. so, yeah. no it's well you're familiar with the yeah. story no, and totally. and actually go and these next two going into it I was like oh she's totally guilty mm-hmm. and then you watch it and you're like oh my gosh like this yeah. is not even right what happened to her um, and but there is some incriminating evidence but um, a yeah. lot of it seems circumstantial so there was something in the um, sorry I'm not to segue into the books but the Malcolm Gladwell's new book there's a whole chapter on the media's treatment of Amanda Knox yeah. and oh, probably there? speaks to that yes so, yeah I mean she was guilty she didn't even I mean it, it was crazy mm-hmm. anyway I don't want to give it up but it's definitely <laughs> worth watching. And the next one, also, I had you know, the disappearance of Madeline McCann. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that happened when I think my oldest was a baby. And so I was very, I was probably breastfeeding during this. Mm-hmm. And so I was really yeah. keyed into that um, story, not worldwide story, global mm-hmm. story. And when I saw this pop up on Netflix, I was like, oh, she's to- the family's totally yeah. guilty. I thought the same thing until I watched it. I watched that one, and too. It, it is that... It makes me sick to mm-hmm. my stomach yeah. that mm-hmm. how they were treated and how uh, and how evidence went away because mm-hmm. of how they were treated mm-hmm. um, and their poor baby. Um, so yeah. that is definitely um, a good story to watch because of, of mm-hmm. how the outcome was. Um, Okay, I'm not going to keep going into all my dark. What's on your <laughs> list, Because they're getting darker. So my list is a little lighter, but that's okay. It just, <laughs> like, you know, we'll, do, we'll balance here. it out. Um, so Cheer, of course, is on the top of my my list. That was so, that was awesome. Um, I do have one that's kind of in between. And strangely enough, for flu season, I started watching it. It just came out yesterday on Netflix called Pandemic. So maybe I'm not balancing things out so much. <laughs> I watched um, that, too. It's really good. It's a six-episode series. And uh, it goes into more than just like the contagion um, outbreak movie type scenarios. It talks about vaccines and, you know, the the politicization of vaccines and those types of issues, too. So that one's a good one. Um, But I I really love and this one is not a new show, but the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, I haven't seen had that. four, I think it was four seasons, and it's Ellie Kemper, and um, it's a Tina Fey vehicle. It was so, so good, so funny, lighthearted. Oh, if you yeah. liked 30 Rock yes. and those types of shows, you would love Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, Wine Country is a movie that was on Netflix. So yes. funny. I saw that. Yep. Also, that is that about those <laughs> older women that go to Wine Country for yes. their birthday? Yes. So it's like okay. Maya Rudolph, Tina Fey, so Rachel Jack, yeah. um, oh, Anna Gassmeyer. It's so, so funny. And like one of them has an itinerary. One of them has an okay, itinerary. Yeah. She, I guess. And does she throw it out at the end yeah. of the trip? We don't know. You have to watch to find <laughs> out. It's a good, like, girls' night We've movie. We've all been on those kind of yes, movies. Yes. Right. Like, yeah. Maybe oh. not in the Wine Country. Insert your friend's name. That's right. That's right. It's it's good and bad, you know. There's yeah. pros and cons to both. Um, then one that I I love too, which is um, a it's a like a Simpsons slash if you like Simpsons or like Archer or one of those adult cartoon shows is uh, BoJack Horseman. Okay. So so funny, um, very quick witted, very dry witted. Um, but it is a cartoon, so I know a lot of people like are adamantly against like adult cartoons yeah, that are yeah. that are sitcoms essentially. My husband likes cartoons. Yeah, he would so like that. He might yeah. like it. And yeah. the last half of the last season is coming out, I believe, on January thirty first. So you can catch up before we get to the end of the month. Um, what else did I have? I watched that I really like lately. Um, Marriage Story, that's dark, I mean, ish, in regards to marriage and relationships, but it was really, really good, and it was nominated for, like, 
think nominated for like an Oscar and Golden right, Globe right. and won some awards. That one's a good one. Um, and Dead to Me, that was one you watched too, right? Yeah, I watched right? Dead to Me. Yeah, I did. it was good with Christina Applegate. Yeah, yeah. I bought some I funny bought some slash dark. That, some yeah, that's right. Really cute vlogs. I love your um, vlogs. So, so those are those are good ones that are a little a little more lighthearted. Um, now, aren't they <clears> coming <throat> out with another season on that? Dead yes. to Me. Do do we know when that's happening? Mm-mm. Okay. No. Um, I also love Netflix, all of the stand-up shows that are on Netflix. So Mm -hmm. um, Seth Meyers had one come out a couple months ago called Lobby Baby. If you like Seth Meyers, that's very, very funny. Um, Tiffany Haddish just had one come out called Black Mitzvah, which is about her journey into the... um, Jewish religion and her she was bar mitzvahed and it was a big deal oh, yeah. so this is part yeah, of her stand up it's really funny um, and some other you know whatever comedy you're into you can find a stand up yeah on definitely I agree for you, so. yeah. on all of, on all of the streaming services mm-hmm. um, I have one more to add that's not dark surprisingly um, <laughs> The Inventor Out for Blood in Silicon Valley that's on HBO HBO also has really good documentaries but yeah. um this one is about the Elizabeth Holmes story and Theranos. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that? Oh, yeah. That is mind-blowing. It's incredible. Yeah. It's mind-blowing. So I listen to the podcast, and then right. I feel like there's a 2020, too. So depending yes. on what form of media you want yes. to right. ingest, you can get there's it from a book. all. There's a book. There's Bad podcast. Blood. Yes. A short, yeah. you know, 2020. But well, it is bizarre book. how her voice changes over the oh course of. Oh, my gosh. Of, it's crazy. Well, it, it is crazy. So, <laughs> so she's like, she was touted. She was at Stanford. Yeah. And, dropped out to pursue this um, this blood test that is like that used small mm-hmm. amounts of blood like, like a finger prick to test for a zillion different things which was which was revolutionary yeah and but it, it was work. not true yeah mm-hmm. and the fact that it was a billion dollar company it was amazing how she's she, the best salesperson on the I, planet. I mean, I would love to talk to be her. Able to say, <laughs> Jeez, Louise. <laughs> but she was like threatening lives. Anyway, it was it's a crazy story. She was good. in Walgreens with these things. Yes. So I feel like that however you consume that story, yeah. that's a mm-hmm. good it it's was a good really story. Good. Um, yeah. And then one more thing on um hold on. It's uh, Miss Americana. It's a Taylor Swift's documentary oh, yeah, that's, that's coming, coming out. out in January, end of January. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously about her life, but also about her movement, how mm-hmm. she's empowering women to have a voice, to stand up against bullies and stuff. So that should be a good mm-hmm. one. So, And by the way, we'll list all of this on our website and hopefully yes. in the show notes if I can figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jerry's out on that. That's going to be yeah. a doozy. But one that I that is near and dear to my heart that I want to I wanna watch is um, Anne of Green Gables because, of oh, course, everybody oh, books I watched. You know, it was on PBS Love. when we were all, you know, younger mm-hmm. and watched that with the um, – Oh gosh, just so like I have such fond memories of watching that show with my parents, and there's a version of it called Anne with an E right. that's on Netflix, and right. so I really that's on watch my that. Netflix Ooh, as well. That's Get good. her interested in Anne of Green Gables, so that's one that I have just for for Grace too. Yeah, oh that's good. Yeah, yeah I like that. Um, so moving on to books, Jolie, what's on your list for books? Oh my goodness. Okay, so um, I have my list of favorite books that I read like over the last year and and beyond that too. Um, and one that I think is a good segue to go into into the book list is this book that I read. It's a book of essays by Emily Nussbaum called I Like to Watch. And she is a culture and TV critic for the New York Times, The Atlantic. She's written in a lot of various publications. And this is a book of her essays that she's chosen over the last 10 years about um, television. So there's an essay on friends. There's an essay on girls. There's an essay on sex in the city. She talks about... um, 
some she talks a little bit about Netflix and streaming. And if you like um, essays and you like nonfiction, this is a really good book that I read last year that I gifted to people. That's yeah, one I know. Oh, I really wow. like. I love okay. that. Yeah, and gave it to people. Um, one that uh, Cheryl, you and I know, read and talked about was "You Think It, I'll Say It" yeah. by Curtis Sittenfield. Thought of that when you were just talking about the essay one. Yes, yeah. and this is um, wasn't last year; it was the year before. But Reese Witherspoon has optioned this book for, I guess, a series. So it'll be—I don't know how what the format will be, other than it'll be a series format. And this is short stories that Curtis Sittenfield read. And um, if you read Prep back when you were in college or ish. Um, this is kind of, for me, like a grown-up version of prep because yeah. it's women that are our age, kind of in our same life space, and um, just super insightful and funny, laugh-out-loud funny, cringe-worthy stories, and I just really love her as an author. Um, and then one other book, let me see if I, one... Um, and let me just say about yes. that book, if you, even if you, I'm not a short story person. I think I was like scarred in high school because I hated yeah. short stories yeah. in high school. There was something about, what is that? I'm going to sound stupid if I even try to think of it, but that is a good short story book. I actually, I think we mm-hmm. both listened to it yes. and read it. I don't yes. remember, but um, even just listening to it, it, I was like, oh, maybe I should try more short stories yeah. because after that, it's, they're really, really good. They're very good. She's yeah. a good author. She also, on the What's Next for Me, she has a new one coming out called Rodham. Yes, which I didn't know anything about. And there's really like on Goodreads, so I'm big on Goodreads, and it's about the book. This is what Goodreads says. The book imagines what Hillary Rodham Clinton's life might have been like if she refused to marry Bill Clinton. And it's from the New York Times, 20 books we're watching mm-hmm. in 2020. Ooh, wow. So okay. I'm Sounds, really curious yes. what Curtis Sittenfeld has to say on that is what. Like, I am too. What and her imagination is dreaming of. Yes. So. And she wrote an essay um, in, uh, I don't even remember, I think it was The New Yorker, um, or not an essay, but a short story about Hillary Rodham Clinton, like imagining her going into a press conference with um, with a with a newscaster. And it kind of tells the relationship of her with this newscaster over the decades, because of course, it's a lot of the same people they yeah. see when they yeah. run these circuits. And um, uh, that was interesting. Um and then just this past year, um, what I've read that I really enjoyed, um, All This Could Be Yours by Jamie Attenberg. Um, I read that book, and it's about – so Jamie Attenberg wrote um, – trying to think of other things that people would know – St. Maisie's, The Middlesteens, um, All Grown Up. And she wrote this book about a family whose father is getting ready to pass away. They all have to come together in um, – I believe it's New York, and they're kind of spread all over the United States and their relationships. And of course, it's all like dysfunction mm-hmm. and that. And then it's flashbacks. I love the and mom it's really has good. to get ten thousand steps in every day. <laughs> yes, yes. So she's she's totally ignoring it's like her Kate husband. Moss, and I nothing see you. tastes as good as skinny, skinny feels. <laughs> <laughs> that's her. That's, that's her mo for sure. Yeah. Um, so it's it's very funny. It's very her yeah. wit it's in this very book is witty. very dry, very mm-hmm. witty. Um, if you like that kind of thing. So those are my favorite books that I've read over the last year. So I think some of mine are probably also yours mm-hmm. too, just because. Um, so if you liked where the crawdads sing, we Jolie and I recently read "Call Your Daughter Home" by De- Deb Spera, S P E R A, and it's um, like where the crawdads sing in that it's very like character driven and mm-hmm. it's really really good. So that was a surprising one, and I did listen to that one, and the narrators are awesome. It was really yeah. good. I do think listening versus reading, it changes the book. That's why yeah. I always try to say mm-hmm. if I've listened versus read because I well, do think you're, it changes. You're a big runner, so it's a yeah. great opportunity for you to yeah. consume good That's books. That's a different way. And I'm yeah. a big carpooler. 
<laughs> drive that's around right. circles like I, I did never yesterday have for three and a half hours. To do that, but that's well, smart. it's on my phone. I know. Yeah. You don't have to pop a CD in anymore. It's amazing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so this one was kind of, it's super light and fluffy. It's called Cactus by Sarah Haywood. And I usually don't love Reese Witherspoon's pigs, but this one was cute. It's like British. If you liked Eleanor Oliphant, you might like this one. It's like kind of chiclet, but yeah, smarter. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely one if you want something a little bit lighter. Um, oh, the, I read this one recently, and I was sobbing at the end. The Things We Cannot Say by Kelly Rimmer. And I almost gave up on it because mm-hmm. it's like the textbook World War II book where it's the different narrators, the grandma, and she finds paper, the present-day woman finds something, and she's oh, trying to yeah. solve a mystery. Mm-hmm. But it ends up being such a good story. Mm-hmm. And I also listened to that one. And, um, and it was actually set, the World War II portion of it was set in Poland, which I don't read a whole lot yeah, about yeah. Polish history. So that was actually pretty interesting. Um, the Dutch House, we both read that by oh, Ann Patchett. So good. And I, I read that, that one in my Kindle, and that was a super fast read. Mm-hmm. You loved it too, right? I did love it. I like I love Ann Patchett as a writer. She wrote mm-hmm. that book Commonwealth, was was so the Dutch House is this kind of like sweeping family epic that is with a family from um, I don't know, it's like twenty or thirty years across just one generation, but focuses on this house that they buy that's a very specific house in this neighborhood and in this small town and their father has a business there um, and it just follows the family through their, you know, to kind of through like that current one day generation. Or, um, it's kind of multi-decade. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So in like, starts yeah. in the 60s yeah. and then kind of up to present day. day yeah. current, up to it's current good. day. The okay. house is kind of a character in the book. The house is a character in the book. It's very, very good. Um, I loved it. Yeah, me too. Um, this one, I feel like I've said it so many times, but I am obsessed with this author and I want everyone to read her, Bianca Murray, if you want to make God laugh. She um, is South African, and but she lives in Canada. And we know her very well because she <laughs> Skyped with our book club. It was the best oh, ever. Wow. She's so nice and smart and She's like gracious. so gracious. And so that's her, I believe her second novel, um, Hum, if you don't know the words, is her first. I recommend both of them. And I listened to both of them, and they were excellent narration. Um, Nothing to See Here by Kevin Wilson is mm-hmm. quirky, fun. He was in Charlotte for the library. Um, yes, the library fundraiser, um, uh, Verse and Vino. Yeah, Verse so and he Vino. spoke at Verse and Vino. And yeah. um, this was an interesting case of that um, sometimes I won't – a book doesn't look that interesting to me. There was something about this. There's a little, something that can be considered like paranormal that's in it, and that turned me off to the book. But I heard him speak at that dinner mm-hmm. and he was so just down to earth and so sweet and sensitive and creative and um so I ended up reading the book and I loved it yeah it was same. really good it was really fast too mm-hmm. yeah um so what's on so we only have like a couple minutes left okay. <laughs> so what's next I know Jolie's already almost well you're started American Dirt by Janine Cummins. Cummins that's next for me mm-hmm. um and Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. that's like mm-hmm. the hot topic mm-hmm Everyone's talking. Everyone's about I just talking wait about for that. All of your recos. Yeah, um, <laughs> and that might one. be that. Such a fun age might be a good one too. Um, it, it's for you know us like carpool moms that yeah. are like running in and out of stores and doing all, just managing our children and our families. I think that's kind of the space that It'll it's be a bo- the, good book club uh, pick. Maybe yes, yeah. this is what they say. Piece. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so we will post all of these on our website, and even we didn't get to some of them, so we'll post what we didn't get to. Right. And um, yeah, so if. Uh, you have any other recommendations for us definitely shout us out on social media facebook instagram at charlotte smarty pants and twitter at charlotte smarty thanks thanks so much for listening to our smarty podcast you can always join in on the conversation at charlotte smarty pants.com.
The Smarty Podcast series is produced by Charlotte Starroom, Charlotte's premier boutique music development and corporate video production studio. Check them out at charlottestarroom.com.